Oh, now we can do a show. Now we can do. You're ready? Right, let's do a show. No, I'm actually not ready. Everything is falling apart once again. <laughs> What's happening? We've, we've gone mobile again, John. Well, we've, I've gone mobile. Well, right. I, oh. I've gone mobile Sorry. too. I mean, kind of, right? It's. I know. I I don't, no, this was your attempt at just trying to get away from my basement. No, that's it's, not true. Do you feel more successful in not doing? Welcome to Hollywood Anonymous. I'm Brian Irwin. And I'm John Huck. Do you what feel more question? successful uh, not uh, being out of the basement? Like, Do you feel like the show has come to another level? No, you're a homeowner, dude. That's pretty successful. I mean, your wife is a homeowner. <laughs> there we go. Okay. That's pretty successful. I mean, this is, I mean, this we're, is a we're, palace, but I rent. This We're not Hollywood adjacent anymore. We are in the heart. We are in Hollywood. Right next to, we are recording right next to Paramount Studios. Yes. Don't worry, folks. We'll never get in there, so it won't. Uh... I got in there. Oh, you did? Yeah, that's where they shot Angel from Hell. Oh, okay. And then they canceled it the week my episode was supposed to air. Congrats. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was good stuff. Success, everybody. Success speaking, comes in many forms. Speaking of canceling things, this, I believe, is a uh, our Christmas Slash holiday. This, this be... is our holiday Christmas epi. So, first epi, off, well, first of all, I want to explain epi for those of you not oh, yeah, in the please business. Please explain epi. It's short for episode. Oh, okay. so when you see that written or texted or in a post, it's usually followed by a number. So, are you familiar with this Elf in the Shelf shit? I know that uh, people, parents do it. I saw your thing. I also talked to a woman well, who was Elf like... Well, my Elf takes a dump every day. That's Right. Well, it's... Which my kids have kind of... They're kind of pissed off that I've had them poop so much. But they're not pissed off me. It's not me, of course. It's but. the Elf, right. Uh, I had a, a lady tell me, she's like, I don't want to be... I'm not, I'm not trying to be a bad parent, but I'm not doing the Elf on the Shelf thing because I don't have that kind of time to commit to being creative with different ways for this stupid toy to be you don't need to do uh, you don't need to do the elf on the shelf thing it's i i'm i feel duped it was it was my wife's choice to do it well it was and it, i'm gonna throw her under the bus because as we know she doesn't, is, listen. she doesn't listen to the show it this is episode matter. 86 non-natalie so non the 86th episode in a row that natalie has not listened yes, to yes pretty fantastic um, the but but so anyway we got roped into this silly elf does his elf tricks whatever all of it so the the thing is you have to get the kids to sleep and then right. you have to come up with something right right that's not going to disappoint them like what the fuck or, did or, the elf do like, right or, or yeah originally it was just supposed to be the elf sits on the shelf and that way you could tell your kids the elf is watching, watching go to yeah. sleep because the elf reports to santa that's and, it Right, and, and now every day and, he's got a fucking. With the invention of Instagram and all this uh, social media, yeah, everyone gets people. creative, and now it's like showboating. Hey, I saw a dude who every like fifteen days in a row that elf was do- break dancing, that elf was riding a motorcycle with uh, Ponch and John. I'm just throwing out. Well, no, but somebody put on my Facebook page the other day, like, oh, I could tell like a picture, and said, oh, I could see you doing this, and it was a dad who. Dressed up like Elf on the Shelf and sat there in the morning. I'm like, no, I can't do that. Oh I don't my have that kind of fucking time <laughs> or interest in doing that. But I, but because I'm, I'm oh, well, hang on a second now. Is it funny? Yeah. Well, but now, I'm not now do it. I can, I can see it now. Now I can see, but, but almost. I'd rather hire out a stranger, not a stranger, but someone that I'm familiar with. <laughs> we'll talk to our guest. Maybe and, and see if he's he's been open to other things. He's been open to other things. <laughs> I, if you hire this guy to be elf on a shelf, well, it, he, you know, understand this. The, the, the listeners will understand this when we actually co- cover the history uh, of the things that he's actually done holy for shit, us. Yeah, you, it, it, this would be the, one of the easiest things he's ever done. Yeah, but um, the uh, no. So anyway, so last night, put the kids to sleep. Tanner falls asleep. My oldest falls asleep on the couch. Just let him. 
I'm creating what I believe to be an, I, uh, an amazing elf on the shelf. He's kicking some field goals. Some of the toys in the house are watching him kick a field goal because I got him some glow-in-the-dark footballs. As I'm setting it up, he just wanders in the room and is staring at me. And now I'm staring at him. He's staring at me doing some sort of uh, animation feature with that <laughs> elf on the shelf. And... Dude. I don't know what to say. You would think after all these years of doing, you know, you don't say you don't, you don't knock him out with a stick and say yeah, you're just dreaming. Hit him, just punch him in the face. You're dreaming. See. Yeah, I just went. What are you doing? And he's like, I'm thirsty. And he looks at what I'm doing, and then he just walks away. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't say anything. Walks past. Looks at it again. Still says nothing. Goes back to sleep. Next morning, doesn't even acknowledge the elf on the shelf. Has said absolutely nothing to me since then, and I has was like, he, "Holy had, shit!" Did he used to acknowledge it before. Yes, and I was like, "Oh, uh, he just we've crossed it all over. Out and then- we've crossed over." He saw behind the curtain, and he's not saying anything because if you think about it, you say something, you lose out the excitement. But he knows, and I'm like, uh, "God damn it! Uh, fuck that. you, elf! The elf wrecks everything." That's what I'm saying. I hate the elf. I should. Uh, if we didn't ever did the elf, I wouldn't have had to, you know, break the goddamn kid's spirit. Fucking elf. Well, I hate those things. So I guess what I'm saying to you is that if you ever have kids, don't fucking do the elf thing. Fuck the elf. Yeah. Also, Santa's Christmas is ruined for your oldest son. <sighs> well, that was a great. Thanks for coming by, guest. We're going to just end it there no, on a high note. I'm going to still keep doing Christmas it. Christmas is dead. Here's the, the funny, here, but here's the funny thing about it. And this is what I've learned about kids. There's a transition period where they don't talk about it because they, wanna, they, want, they want the benefits. Um, and they still let little, so he didn't wreck it for the youngest, right? One, but I'm going to keep doing it. And I guarantee you, he's going to get back in the game. So I still hate the elf, but I have to keep like, you know what I mean? Like I have to run this through Christmas. Sure. But he's going to, he's whatever the elf keeps giving out, whatever the elf keeps fist bumping for Christmas is, yeah, he's going to, yeah, that's candy. So they get candy this morning. I did feel kind of bad because I had the elf's deer pooping and Elliot, my youngest was like, can I have one of the poops? (laughs) And I was like, yeah. And then I was like, what a fucking weird thing I've just made, taught my kid. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna, can I eat some of Hershey's the... Hershey's Kisses or Poops, and the kid eat, wants to eat a bunch of He either wants to eat elf, full of poops. Elf, poop, elf poop or deer poop. Bottom line is I'm teaching my kid it's okay to eat poop. I just picture Elliot now. He's married, right? 40. Like, <laughs> what? Some... This poop tastes like crap. <laughs> Get better poop on the table. Uh, Smacking his spouse around. All because of an elf. Well, that was fun. Guys, Christmas, Elf on a Shelf, don't do it. It's bad for you. Um, let's bring in our guest. Is that fair? Yeah. We, we uh, tortured him. And this, uh, uh, we, got, we should, I don't know what to do. Like Maybe we get a picture of Lee and put it up. But guys, our guest for today is, uh, uh, I met him when he was an intern slash PA, but he has clawed his way to, uh, I mean, he's uh, basically a lit manager right now he's a literary manager for those of you who don't know he well he'll tell you what he does but it has a lot to do with writers and screenplays and he's a success story John. and movies he is a success story which I kind of could we have told had... you this was going to happen day two that I knew him no you said that to me that's the funny thing is you actually yeah. and, I, and so I, we better be nice to this kid because he's going to be giving us jobs soon guys uh, our... and he stopped returning our phone call <laughs> and then now we're too big and we knew he had made it he's too big yeah uh, Lee Stoby, everybody Lee Stoby, right. the very uh, funny uh, talented, driven, maniacal, maniacal. Uh, <laughs> good one. He likes that one. He liked that one. You like that one, Lee? That's the one I like. How are That's you, Lee? The most accurate. 
How are you, man? I'm doing great. Yeah. Thank you for uh, doing the show. Really yeah, appreciate it. Uh, like I you, said, you've, you've gotten a little bit, you're up on a higher floor than last time. Oh, yeah. I moved up. You. Oh, yes. Yeah. But same couch. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> same, <laughs> couch. same couch, different apartment. Yeah. 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 I have windows. Uh, I see some light. There's yeah. More light now. I'm sorry. Was John living in a box on the first floor? I don't know. <laughs> no, the I, actually, thing I actually was, probably you had, had, a little back, had a little backyard, yeah. though. It was nice. Yeah. Was yeah. Nice. yeah. yeah. I, I, we were, I was just talking about that apartment the other day. I really like that place. It's just, it was just small. You can't have two people in there. It doesn't. It wouldn't work. Um, well, it would, but one of those people would probably murder the other one pretty quick. Uh, That's marriage, buddy. Oh, thanks, man. That's a good, you're a real positive. Uh, Lee. No, they, oh, right. oh yes. go ahead. No, I see. you got to start from the bottom. Work your way up, just like Lee's career. Yeah, just same I thing with marriage, elf, actually. Now, yeah. the, if we got to get a picture of Lee, Lee is uh, not very. He's not. He's not like uh, Brian or I's size. Let's just say. So if he was <laughs> no, dressed he's as an elf, he's not. No, but if he was dressed as an elf, I mean, can you imagine that your kids come downstairs and Lee is just sitting on the couch dressed as an elf? Well, like, first off, I don't know if they would be like, "Yay, the elf is alive," or if they'd be like, "Holy oh my god, I, the elf is alive!" <laughs> I'd find out. I'd find out how many swear words of mine they actually know what, at that. Tanner point. gets yeah. right back into Christmas. Holy shit, Elliot! <laughs> Elves are real. Dad, person. what the fuck? <laughs> I would just like, imagine I'm sitting on the shelf and I like pull out a switchblade. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you fucked with Santa. <laughs> do, do what I say, and everybody gets presents. Uh, Lee just gave somebody an idea somewhere in America. Uh, yeah, elf on a shelf with a switchblade. That's exactly. That's the kind of. <laughs> Keep the mic by your mouth, even when sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, sorry. you're laughing. That's you're, <laughs> sorry. You're not. You're not, uh, you're not giving us credit right, with your great. laughter. Yeah. Lee? Um. So Lee, like I've I've known you. I want to oh, say man. since 2000. When it would have been 2010. Was it, was it no. 10? 10, right? Be, like yeah, spring 2010. Spring I guess 2010. Uh, the movie was garbage. There, <laughs> um, uh, uh, <laughs> he gave the laugh up. He gave yeah. you the laugh. The the first. How many people were actually working on that? Because I remember visiting you guys on set, and that's where I met Lee for the first time. Oh yeah. Uh, how many total people were in that crew, Lee? Like that was because it was uh, pretty indie. Like me. <laughs> well, Lee you were did the only another intern. And Did you work for free on that show? Oh, for sure. I did. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Built tons of I worked, free alcohol. I basically worked for free. There was like free beer. Like, I was just beer every Wait. day. Like, there was like, like, there was, like 17 There was like 17 rap parties on that. Oh, yeah. Never had more every rap day party. they had a rap party? <laughs> they had more rap parties on a movie. They yeah. Started rap, they started rap parties like a week before they rapped. The whole like, yeah. We just, there was a lot of drinking. <laughs> and so, there was like two actual rap parties after the rap. Like, it was just like, so that was the payment. Which yeah. Was, like, and then so they, 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 they had no money to pay you, but they had money for alcohol? Yeah, beer every day. Yeah. Okay, good. Well, they did try. To like, you know, they did what they could. It was a very, like, look, it was. Sag, I mean, so how small was it? Indie, though? low budget. Like, how many people, Lee, do you seriously think was on the crew that you were working with? Oh, I mean, it was like 15, the smallest 20? thing I've ever seen. Was it 20? I would 20, say 25, 15? Not, not even. I would 20. say 20, 20. 20, like, total, including, like, yeah. right. I would say 25, everybody, not all there including at the same the time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was, I mean, look, you had a DP, he ran the camera. Yeah. Director couple producers you got a guy driving an rv but you know what it was funny when i but you guys were happy you guys enjoyed the experience oh, yeah. Yeah. honestly that was like one of the most fun it was set super experiences fun. ever because yeah. it was like we're just hanging out on this yeah it well for set. yeah for you me and it honestly was, for me i missed the the landfill day too so good for me oh my <laughs> god we had to shoot we shot at an actual landfill and like it was so disgusting! It was so disgusting. Like, yeah, but just all, imagine everyone's the look wearing matte. You, ma- we, you know what? Like, great I look. Was I was like, look. oh, sorry guys, I have to go to my real job where they actually pay me. I can't yeah. go to that day. Shock. But but I will say the things that they did do, like <coughs> shooting at the real landfill, um, 
getting up super early to get trains going back and forth. Like they gave that movie some production value that it wouldn't have had otherwise sure. by being creative with their shots. And I thought that was one of my favorite parts. You of mean the movie. it wouldn't have worked if they would use somebody's backyard as a <laughs> as a as a landfill? It's like a it's like a stop action, uh, like right. a toy truck comes up and dumps <laughs> yeah. garbage. You went you went to the premiere right at the Chinese theater and stuff. It was a screening, but yeah, yeah, but, yeah. Yeah, for this low budget movie and the after party, like at the roof of the Roosevelt yeah. and stuff, well, there was like red yeah. carpet. Here's here's okay. my theory. Uh oh, Russian mob money. That was my. Th- oh, it was. Why would they put it into? The- yeah, the the cement sealant. A, a cement sealant was the guy who was the biggest like concrete company in all of Moscow was the main investor in this movie. He like. I still have. He gave me an award that was made out of that cement mm-hmm. sealant stuff. It's like cracking now. Oh no! So it hasn't even been that long. Okay, and well, the thing Russia. is like, no. but but that's what I'm saying is like to me. I was like, oh, this guy buries bodies for the mob, and now and now he's investing in movies. Like he pops in, he's in the movie, and I was just like, this is really funny. Um, Sometimes that's how movies get made, ladies and gentlemen. But but they, I mean, you're right. The party they screened the movie at the Chinese oh, theater. It was out. there. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was all out. packed, man. It was no, that packed. Was like, that was like one of my. That was a really fun early experience. And I'm funny, I know, know so many people still from that whole. That's how I actually got my first assistant job at the one of the many rap parties on that. I oh, really? Was, there was some. Who was the Who was the like the Scarface actor that was in that movie? Oh, uh, uh, yep. Uh, uh, my, oh, no, I'm. He like was in like he's in Ray like Donovan. Oh my god, he's in Ray Donovan. I, I we had him on. The, uh, he's, but anyway, anyway, anyway. So yeah. So his agent came to the rap party yeah. and was like, "Hey, I need an assistant." And Alina, who the producer was like, "Oh, Lee's the best person on here." Yeah. So yeah. we started like the next day. Wow. Working for him. Yeah. Wow, the guy who played Manny that, in Scarface. And then I got that job, and then I got another, and that was literally like the so garbage and a weird way is actually like the start of all of it. So let's take a step back though. Was that yeah, how that's long? Cool. So where did you come from? Uh, came out here about seven and a half years ago. So not not that year. So no, no, yeah. So I've been so like about two thousand eight around doing kind of two thousand nine. Two thousand nine. Did you to be in the in, in the oh, industry? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And did you start working in the industry right away? Oh yeah, you I had, did. Like I had two internships, which then kind of led to some other things, and then led to this. You know, I think I got this because some one of the assistants. Actually, maybe it was like a tracking board. I don't know how. Oh, like one of those for, first, for, like I don't you know, can... like I don't know how I got the the garbage PA. So where did job. you come from? I'm from Michigan. Yeah, I went and to University of Michigan. You did. I've always wanted to work with movies since I was like 12. And it, at Michigan, what did you go to school for? Uh, I studied communication and film. Okay. Did you uh, make films there, or no? Is that not really uh, what they did? Or did you just well, study it? I'd already. Well, by the time I'd even gone to U of M, I already made a bunch. I ran like a production company, and like there was this when I was like 19. There was this. There's the world's biggest Elvis impersonation. Festival is actually wow. in Ypsilanti, Michigan. So is that where where you actually are from? Ypsilanti. Well, Ypsilanti is like next to Ann Arbor. Okay, that's where you. So you grew up in Ann Arbor. Well, I went to college in like, but it's I'm all, all in that over, same area. You're you're, you're Michigan, you're, but my parents still live in Ann Arbor. It's complicated. Okay, they got moved it. there when I was seventeen. <laughs> but the bottom line is, but you I grew went up to college there. Yes. Okay. So I started filming those things. So I like we we created like these concert videos. I edited them, I directed them, I shot them, I did the whole thing, and we sold them as DVDs back at the festival the next year. So I was doing that. That's crazy. I was like like doing that kind of stuff. Why did you, and what possessed you to just, you're like, hey, this is funny, this is interesting, this is worth capturing on tape? We have a, my friend had a camera, and we've had this, you know, ability to make these DVDs, like, do you want (laughs) to shoot this thing? And I'm like, yeah, because I want to work in movies, and you're going to pay for this? Sure. Wow. I'll do it. 
And I, so the, the, I didn't make any money off of it. It just kind of, it, it just paid, it just kind of like broke even. It was just like an experience. But like you and these things. But you loved it. Yeah, of course. And you were do you would have done it I for love, free anyway. Yeah, I you love were. you know because I was just like I love shooting. I just wanted to like get the experience of editing and doing all that kind of stuff. Is there? Hey, oh, hey, can you pause this for a second? So that was your first. Uh, foray into filmmaking, yeah. would well, you so, say? So yeah, so, but obviously you so wanted the, so, to do yeah, it so way then, before so them. The the question was so yeah, at University of Michigan, I'd already kind of done a lot of directing and editing and all that kind of stuff. So I was really wanted to do like when I was twelve. I'm like, I want to win a Best Picture Oscar. When you're so that twelve. Means I have to be a producer because the producer wins a Best Picture Oscar. What is a producer? I have no idea, but I know it's not the director, and I know it's not the writer, I know it's not the editor. They must have to do everything else. This so is I you. This is a Michigan. Michigan. What were your friends else? doing when you were 12 years old? And you're like, I want to. What people are like? I want to be the Hulk when I grow up. And you're like, I want to win Best Picture Oscar. Exactly. And they're like, what? Exactly. So I was like, I don't know what a producer does. But I'm gonna still do it. maybe I don't really know, but I know that they do everything <laughs> else. Still, you know, still now you know that they're on. Your thing is you know they're still, on stage accepting they, an award. But I know basically. that they're the one that gets the big award, so that's the one I want. Okay, so uh, Lee, this do? is interesting. Oh, so, so but again, so like, okay, they must have to do everything else. So I have to do everything else. So I'll wait, that's that was your assumption. Uh, yeah, but I think that's a pretty. Now, yes, but that's a pretty yeah. yeah. But in Michigan at twelve, that's a that's a pretty. <laughs> they're not the writer, and they're not the, what else is left. It must be everything else that's not given a specific award, right? It Has to be right. everything else. Yeah, right? you, location managers aren't getting up there. No, <laughs> yeah, but you know, like the producer must have to do that kind of stuff. Like they have to oversee all all the facets of everything. It's still pretty perceptive yeah. at twelve. Yeah, but it's, it's logical. Yeah, hanging yeah, out. Yes, and, that but, is very logical. So yes, like, again, so, at twelve, I wanted to be the Hulk. So, so. so <laughs> So then I was like, okay, but I want to watch tons of movies. So, you know, all through high school, all I did was just like watch the fuck ton of movies. That's yeah. all I did. Did you? That's were, all I did. Were you pretentious about it? Oh, for sure. Like when someone was like, oh, Citizen Kane, I've never seen that. You're like, this guy's never seen Citizen Kane, boo. I'm like, I've seen it. Yeah. And I'm 15. Go fuck yourselves. <laughs> <laughs> I've, seen, I've seen 40 silent movies. Finally, <laughs> <laughs> like you have a count. 40 <laughs> silent movies. Now, did that, did that kind of isolate you in the town that you grew no. up in because it was not that no, type of town no, or living in fucking mount pleasant which is on the edge if michigan is essentially the like i'd say the ann arbor is the edge of the universe and i'm like two hours north of that okay so there's nothing else to do there's nothing else to do okay right that's it yeah that go, was it. you don't go to big powder horn to go skiing no that's not my thing okay so that's all i was doing was just movies was it you or did you have friends that kind of were into the same thing no it was just me just you it was me and then my brother was doing other stuff and i was like on forums and this and i was getting all into it and i was like you know i was a very like i was like a just total nerd just like all i was just nerded out as much as you possibly could what was was your the first movie you were like uh this is amazing the one where you that that you kind of like you hung your hat okay so i think i think there's a there's a trajectory right so the first movie where i was like man Maybe I really like not just like oh I'm everyone loves movies right, right? people like everyone yeah. goes and sees them, unless sure. you're just like a, a weirdo, weirdo that or something like oh I don't I'm like, like movies that's like, like oh, saying I don't like, like music I'm scared of that person I'm you're yeah. like Hannibal Lecter to me oh, yeah, I don't understand you're a murderer, that person for sure. is like insane so anyway so yeah not just like oh I like them like oh man maybe I like really 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 like them was X Men probably because I was already obsessed with like the cartoons and the whole thing and then I was like man so they're turning this. Thing into a movie because I was like old enough and perceptive like I I heard they were gonna make a movie so I was like oh they're gonna make a movie what does that mean because like before I'm like I the no, movies I just no came pers- out you're like oh out. the movie is like, here it's like oh it's here like, must I have shot have this last weekend that there was like any of that work that went into it like right. Steven Spielberg <laughs> just like grabs the camera and just like 
I don't know. Makes me action. Follow that know. shark. Oh, I don't know what he does. Right? Yeah. So I don't understand. I was like, oh, so what are they doing? They're like, oh, this, and then they're casting things. So I was like, kind of like following it. And then the trailers were coming out. And then I was like, okay, cool. I'm like, I'm anticipating this. There was anticipation. So that came out. I was like, okay, that was cool. I like that. That was interesting. So I started kind of getting into like, there's a lot of like online movie games and I started getting into box office stuff and I started playing box office games and stuff. Hmm. And then, so that was like 2000, I guess that was 2000. So there's a box office fantasy league. Oh, there still are. I'm still doing some of them. Wow. Like where you track box up, like, I'm all. I do all. I do everything. Wait, it's a league. It's like a not a it's league. Not like it's a like, league. A fan, like a fantasy, fantasy football, football thing. Really? Kind of thing. Yeah, you yeah, bet. Uh, you kind of gamble on. Yeah, yeah. There's like all. And there's like different <clears throat> kinds of games and different kinds of things. But it's all based on box office. That is very interesting. It's I had no idea. Yeah. You're the first person ever <laughs> say anything about yeah. that. But now I'm intrigued yeah. by that. So 2000. So, this is right. I've just moved out to Los Angeles. I have no idea what I'm doing. Oh, you're, you're 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 oh, still in college at that time. 2000. No, I'm like. How old am I now? What year is it? So it's I'm, 2016. I'm like 14. Okay. 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 Got it. I guess. All right. So anyway, Lee is a young man. So at everybody. 14, you're doing okay. Okay. So right, I'm like, so okay. You're maybe, clearly, maybe I love movies. Yeah. Maybe I love, yeah maybe oh, definitely okay. now. So, so then that. So then I was like kind of doing it, and then Lord of the Rings came out, and I was just like, okay, I'm done. Like this is my thing. This is my thing. I so like need to do fantasy. this. I need to do this. I there's no other path for me. I have to go work in movies. I have no idea how I'm going to make it happen. Can I say? Can I stop you for a second? Just say something which is interesting to me. Is that it's interesting that you your your goal, mm-hmm. and maybe we'll get to this later. But it's your goal, like. Those movies are massive. <laughs> Those are massive projects to, as you know yeah. now, to put now. together. Yeah. You didn't. You were not inspired by, let's say, a fifteen million dollar independent film that's mostly human interaction, and just <laughs> right. like a couple. My people. dinner with Andre. Yeah, no. you, you're. I mean, these are massive. Mm-hmm. Like these are massive moving parts that te- that take years for mm-hmm. people to develop. With a those, lot of that, special those effects, muscles. But, and that's like, a lot but, to but put together. Why, but that's, that's, what, that's, that's what was exciting to me because it was like, oh man, how. How big, like, is there a bigger undertaking that you can do? No, there's nothing harder. No. I don't think there's anything harder. No. That's what I want to do. I don't care how hard it is. You're going oh. into the business of I, no. That's, that's my goal. <laughs> that's a very, that's, that's my goal. That's I want to do that. That seems impossible. Great. Let yeah. me figure it out. <laughs> the guy who didn't want to go snowboarding at Big Powderhorn is like, it looks impossible to make a movie. I'm going to try to make as many as crazy. I can in my life. No, but, like, but it was just like, it was such a, like, an insi- like, it was just a very visceral, like, I just like, I need to create this experience for other people. All right, so right? you... Like, I was like, this is amazing. I want credit for this. Yeah. I'm so mad that I did not get credit for this experience right. that I'm just having. Right. <laughs> Why didn't I make X-Men? <laughs> I need oh, this. I'm 14, I, but... I want to have... I want to give this gift to other people. All right, right? so... Like, so this is what I'm that's a, I find that to be... Uh, first of all, at a, such a young age, like, that's really... Uh, Anytime a, you know what you want to do early well, on, that's great. And and the reason you want to do it is because you. That's like going to see a comedian and be like, I laughed so hard when I saw someone that that I wanted to become a comedian, so that other yeah. people mm-hmm. could laugh that fucking yeah. hard. Like that's a. It's but not. Isn't, it's, that, isn't it kind of like that though? Yeah, something it, like that. Right. It, it's totally like that. That's exactly oh, why you watch I, some comedian like, oh, that seems. If, look if at how I much la- fun they're having, the, like, when, I when have me and my friends would laugh at a certain comic, I would be like, man, wouldn't it be great if I could be mm-hmm. the guy who was making people laugh yep. like this? But to, at, at 14, did not just be like, I want to make movies because everyone who makes movies is rich. I want to make movies because no, everyone was gets like, laid. It, wasn't, it wasn't, had nothing it to do with, like, it wasn't had to do with, there was no money. It was not like, oh, I want to make money. You didn't see it that way, yeah. This isn't a money thing. This is just, I want to go get movies made. I want my name to be on this thing. I want to be somehow involved in it. I want to be there. I want to be in the thick of it. 
Yeah. I want to. I want to peek. You know, as you mentioned, peek in the I want to rip the curtain open, and I want to go back in there mm-hmm. and tinker with all the shit. Yeah. That's what I want to do. So did you? <laughs> did you make you're a decision? You're real. Uh, Oz. I want to be Oz. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. I almost said Doctor <laughs> Oz. That's a different thing. <laughs> I'm the guy that sees Oz. I'm like, okay, get out of there. It's my turn. Right. That's what mm-hmm. I want. That's what I want. And so and there. so what? How did the journey go through so, Michigan first well, yeah, versus so you there. saying well, I'm going to go to USC or I'm going to do whatever? So I'm like, okay, so how do I? <laughs> make Lord of the Rings or do something like I don't know but you know it's like well I immediately so I started going on forums and like you know start you, know, you start digging because this is still like this is you know the internet is still it, er, it's early on the internet yeah, like, forums still, and chat rooms are still, still a thing, thing. so I'm like yeah. okay well how do I do this and it's like okay so what I really immediately realized like you know I'm stumbling to these forums where people who are you know obviously much older than I am and have seen a lot more stuff. I'm like, man, I can't even have a conversation with these people because I haven't seen Citizen Kane and da 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 this isn't fun for me uh, this isn't a fun. I can't. I can't. If I can't interact with these people, this isn't fun. So you know what I need to do? I need to go to boot camp, and I need to watch. go just watch a fuck ton of movies so I can have intellectual converse. I can take part in this conversation with these people because they're talking about movies I haven't seen. Because mm-hmm. you're 14, dude. <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> no, like, it's, okay. it's not like you're like. There's something wrong with me. I haven't seen these movies. No, you yeah, haven't so lived long enough to see them all. And it was great because you know my parents were like, "Okay, go." So like you know, I got the bus. So they were the supportive. Car. Yeah, and they're like. Here, go, and I like, you know, I started, and this is like even before Netflix, too. So it's like, this is maybe, this is like, Netflix was maybe like just starting. It was like just starting. So it's like, we go to Blockbuster and I rent five movies, and I just had a list. It was like the best picture winners, IMDb, AFI's top 100, and I was just like, okay, I'll just start there. Yeah. I mean, I'll AFI's top 100, that's a good, that's a great yeah, place I'll just, to start. I'll start there. I'll start, you know, I'll just start checking them away. But at the same time, you know, I think, so that was like, well, so Lord of the Rings, like December. 2001 2002 i think because then i just started seeing everything i just go to a theater too i think i saw over 250 movies that were released in 2002 and you did the buy one ticket run around going to other theaters or did you buy oh, a ticket for every this. movie like but like i would go wow. like, well, as a producer I, I you have to support I was the movie. Say, this guy doesn't want any bootlegging well, I, but i could walk for where i was then i could walk to the theater right so i would just go you were binge watching before people were binge watching everything yeah. No, I literally like, and I saw everything. Like, I saw like master. Like that year was Master Disguise from Justin to Kelly, Gili, and I saw all of them. <laughs> like I had seen every you, Razzie well, winner. Well, I saw every Razzie like, nominee that year. I'd like that to year. say that uh, Master Disguise is a kids movie, and it's pretty funny. There's some pretty oh, I funny hate Master of Disguise. Really? Oh, I when he does the turtle thing, <laughs> no. oh, it's funny. I like Dana no. Carvey. I actually thought that. <clears throat> whatever well, that's a we can get a side right no but like 2002 it's like that is like yeah could, there were some bad gonna, movies but you're not gonna stunt me 2002 <clears throat> oh that is like my there's maybe like three movies that i didn't see that came out that year are you because the memory that was like guy i was like all in do you are that. you the memory guy like are, are you pretty like so you mm. just said you saw a lot of movies do you see them and then there's just an inspiration or are you one mem- like johnny over here this guy quotes crap all the time and knows everything i i've seen a lot of movies mm. but i can't quote things from movies i can't remember mm. everything about movies no, i don't think i'm a big, big quote person i'm a big visual okay. person but you're also seeing these movies once whereas the movies i quote i've seen ten thousand yeah. no, times but, uh, you keen you guys can see something once and still have some sort of retention yeah. that you that you're I covering like, and... i could i probably remember something from every movie i've seen but like especially like when you get into like those older mm-hmm. You know, like I've seen, you know, I've seen every single Best Picture winner, and I'm like, oh, is that Cavalcade or whatever? I'm like, I have no idea. Right. A lot of those start to kind of meld, yeah, together a little bit. Like they definitely start, like I don't know what, because the, they all kind of look the same. Yeah, it's like they're the same actors, even. You're just like, yeah, I don't know, I don't know which one that one was. <laughs> you know, right? But that's to be but, expected. Yeah, that's fine, that's and when fine, you're watching right? that many movies, I mean, yeah. you've seen every Best Picture one. Yeah. Like that doesn't sound like. 
a lot maybe but to me i definitely haven't you know what i mean well, i haven't been like 90 something of them <clears throat> yeah so that's Get like your shit together yeah, I've maybe seen five to ten. Maybe, All right. maybe you've probably seen more than you realize. I think you probably you know, see more than you realize. Yeah, yeah. If you've had the TV on, I'm sure something's come across. Sure. How, so, why did you choose um, Michigan versus going to like if you were that because into I it? Was, no, because I was honestly because I was just like wanted to graduate and didn't want to have. Okay, uh, so it wasn't about I want to go to USC film well, no, school because, or well, honestly, NYU well, or also whatever. Like I, we went and toured a few other places or whatever. Like I went to Savannah and College of Art and Design and all those kind of things. But I'm like. I don't. I didn't really want to be a director. Okay. And I think most film programs are like, oh, you have to like make art. And I'm like, well, I'm already making art, and I have made art. Yeah. Ish, I'll, but that's not my thing. I want the Best Picture Oscar, which right. I mentioned, which is they don't teach a class how to win the Best Picture Oscar. <laughs> they do actually. Uh, I... <laughs> so anyway, you haven't taken it, Brian? No, no, no. I do it at my kids' elementary <laughs> no, school. Oh, you teach? Oh, you I teach it at, at a grade school. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. I went to Michigan because it was like, well, I'm in Michigan. It's a great school. Yeah, I didn't and... say it was bad school. Why would I spend ten times more to go to NYU? I can't. NYU can't be ten times better. Well, you know what I'm saying. Like some people right? do that because they want the name, the association, right? They I didn't want. Care. The, I just wanted to graduate and get out to Mich- get out to LA. So and yeah, and, okay, and okay. when you're when you're not, I think when you're not trying to be a direct, directing wasn't your thing or acting wasn't your thing. It's it was like, just easy. And my parents did my laundry on the weekends and stuff. So there you go. So like, mm-hmm. I'm I'm just making this easy for myself. Now here is the first twist, John. I don't know if you know this or not, but Lee was a walk on kicker at the University of Michigan. <laughs> no, that's not no? True. okay, it's the wrong person, wrong, wrong guest, wrong Lee Stobie. Wrong guest. Wrong. Wrong. I, actually, I actually hate Michigan football and all sports related to Michigan. <laughs> really? Because there, of the there's an obsession there, right? With? Well, no, it's no. an obsession. One, right? because one of my parents went to MSU, and I just like I found the sports culture at Michigan very just like I thought this was supposed to be a serious school, and you guys are just into like stupid football, right? <laughs> But to I'm them, like, they were I'm like, the "This is the college, most like serious. writing theses and this." And they're like, "And I live right by the stadium, and they'd be waking me up at six o'clock in the morning with their stupid marching band shit." I was like, "Fuck this!" Yeah, <laughs> fuck yeah. this and their stupid. And so you join the band or whatever. I like yeah, how you okay. live right by the stadium. You're like, "What is this football no, on Saturdays? <laughs> how dare you?" So I'm not into that. Yeah, I'm not into that. I so, never. Well, I wasn't into it at all. I was it? it. I, but you seem anti it because it was because it was in your face all the time. Because it's just like, also like even when I'm in LA, people like, "Oh my god, Lee, what a great game!" I'm like, "Don't." Even, like, don't. <laughs> well, maybe you should. Yeah. Stop. Lee, what a stop. great game! Don't even, like, don't, don't even, even what? Look at me. No, you, I don't you should care. stop wearing the I Michigan hat, and Michigan sweater. I don't have any of that stuff. So, well, we're gonna. Did you fly? Did you did you boogie town out here right after college? Oh, yeah, literally three days after. Do you have? Did you have friends out at the time? No. Or, okay, so I'd you, never been to L.A. You closed your eyes. Didn't and you know took anyone? Off. My friend and I drove out here. Well, I you had, did have a buddy. Yeah, I had like a. The person, the the woman who I did do a lot of the video production stuff, like at the Velvet Fest and stuff, that she and I we got in the car. It was like a bit, you know, a really fun road trip. We drove across the country and everything. But I got out here, and then I had a couple internships, but I had no idea what Hollywood was. Did at she all. was she planning on staying out here mm, too, or she was, she was just, just a ride right along? She flew back. Yeah. Okay, so you get out here though. Where did you go? If you don't know anybody, you pull up into. I, mean, and, and you, I didn't you, even have never, an apartment. I so, stayed in a hostel in Santa Monica for. Had the you visited week. there before? No. Okay, so this never. is it. So Never. I did dude, done nothing. Okay, that's amazing. All my stuff is in my car. So you drive out, and how did you determine Santa Monica's where? Or you just, all well, of a sudden, you're like, no, I need I'm somewhere. Like, I, don't, I was just like looking at hostels. I'm like, oh, Santa Monica seems nice. That one can't be that bad. They do have Not a roller coaster. Nicer. <laughs> they have a roller coaster. And, you know. and I was like, a hotel. It's like, I don't know how much it was. It wasn't that expensive. Well, hostels are pretty cheap, right? That's the whole thing. It was point. like, okay, it was like $20. I'm like, and also, I'm like, it'll be motivation for me to like get it your own place. <laughs> own place, but yeah. Gosh, and honestly, it was sure. fine. It was fine, except the last day that I was there was probably one of the most disgusting experiences of my entire life. I came back late. I don't even know what I was doing. I came back like maybe like midnight. 
maybe I was just hanging out in the lobby or whatever, and I went up there, and all of these like European surfer dudes, because I'm in Santa Monica, they're all surfing. Yeah, and I walk into my room because you're sleeping, you know, you sleep in a room with like I don't know, like ten people or whatever. Right. And they had taken off their wetsuits and they were on the floor. I don't think I've ever smelled something more disgusting in my entire life than what this room was with these disgusting, just all bo, fucking bo, like. It, like you could see it. It was like a oh. fog. <laughs> like a, so I like had to like, I closed my nose and like went up to my top bunk, which looked like by a window with a fan in my face. Otherwise, I don't think I would have been able to go to sleep. How long? But then I was st- like, okay, I got to get out of here. How long did you stay at the hostel? It was like a week. A week. Okay. So, yeah. so here's the thing though, which this is interesting to me. So I, obviously we know what your intent is, yeah. but it's, it's still, you know, I'm sure in hindsight, now looking back, it's still a bold move because oh, yeah. you have to say to yourself, if I don't know anybody, mm-hmm. fine. I'm going to move out here, and I'm going to stay at a hostel. Mm-hmm. But it's like, it's, LA is a tough, and it's a big city. Mm-hmm. So how does one say, yeah, I'm totally going to get a job, and then I'm going to get an apartment? Because also, you learn very quickly, like whether it's West Side Rentals or whatever, getting an apartment is, is oh, yeah. not well, fucking that, honestly, easy that's, out I mean, because like, that's part of the reason why I stayed in the hostel, because I was like trying to look at apartments Did you have Michigan. money at the time? Well, my parents helped me. They did. Okay, so, so you had a little bit of uh, something to yeah. get started. Okay, good. But it was like... Yeah, I was like trying to look at rentals. I'm like, I don't even know where anything is. Right. I don't even know where, I'm, where am I supposed to live. I don't know because it all just seems like garbly goop. Yep. Like when you're looking at a map of LA. You have no idea. You you're can't. Like, Compton's, I think that that's bad. I don't want to stay there. <laughs> but like, again, I don't know. Right? It's like, but I have no idea. What's the valley? I don't know. Like, right. So I'm like, I just got to get there. So like that first week, all I essentially did was just, I drove around in my car a whole You bunch. did? Okay. I just like drove around. I went to like, I think the like, was it the up premiere? No. Yeah, I think it was, like there was like a couple like premieres. So I went to like the Chinese theater and just like sat. I was just like I was just observe. I was just absorbing. Okay. I was just like, okay, this is the Chinese theater. Okay, I see where that is. I'm like, Prince, I'm just trying stars, to like I'm trying to like just like orient myself. Okay, where is because I'm like I'm staying here. I'm not like leaving. So right. I need to like I, where do I want to be? I'm like okay, well I guess I just got to be in West Hollywood because that's the central place. That's the nicest. So that's where I just start looking at and most expensive. <laughs> but I was like, but I was like, I'll just stay. So I end up staying. I found this place living with this, like a, in a room with this actor. Okay, so, so you just found a room rental or whatever. Yeah, it was yeah, like yeah. just a room. I stayed in like a guy's r- bedroom. Yeah, in his like two bedroom apartment. Yeah. Right. That's and fine. I was, no, a lot of, you know, I was there, and I was there for like a year, and that was totally oh, okay. And that time. was so you get settled in, and that gives you a little bit of stability to go out yeah. and get the jobs yeah, and yeah, start yeah. doing but the then work. I'm doing my internship, you know, I'm doing my internships that I have and stuff. So I'm starting to acclimate. When you say internships, are these paid internships no, or are you, you're doing po- freebies? I postponed, postponed my graduation so I could get credit for them. Aha! Uh-huh. Because okay. credit only. Thing. So you graduated from University of Michigan while you were out here via the internship. I guess, you were, yes. Okay. Interesting. Wow. Did you do that intentionally? Yeah. Well, because to get. To help you get, you get jobs. Yeah, because you can't get internships unless most of them they have you have to get credit. What, so what was your first internship out here? I worked at Double Feature Films, which was Michael Shamberg and Stacey Scherer's company. Um, they did like Pulp Fiction and Garden State, like tons of great movies. Uh, Gattaca, Aaron Brockovich. So they were producers on those. So that was one of them. The other one was Kevin Misher's company who did like 
The Rundown, and he did Public Enemies, and he used to be a studio head. So it was like, it was really interesting, you know, because it was, but it was like, I just absorbed it. I was like, this is the best. I'm reading all this. I never even really read screenplays. Like, I'd written a screenplay, but never like read them. Like, here's like 17 screenplays. Read them today. Or like, oh, wow, okay. And, right? and like, what was your a different and what, experience than you're in, like yeah. taking your screenwriting class? And, and what was like, your, what was the reason for giving you those screenplays? Just so the people oh, understand. Oh, that's my job. Like, it's an intern. Here, read this script, and, do coverage on it. Tell me what you think about it. What now, does coverage okay. consist of? Yeah. Just, just, we're just trying to, just <laughs> to, did you understand the first day that they gave you to do coverage? Did you understand what that was? Or they have to explain to you. Well, yeah, they have to explain it. They have to like, this is what you do, and you're like, okay. Again, you're just like, all right. Like, this is how. Again, like, I don't know how it works. Like, this is how it works. Here's a script. Read it. Write what happens in like a couple paragraphs mm-hmm. that I can read easily, and then you know, give it some like it's either, like recommend. You know, strong consider, slight consider, pass or whatever. Like, there's like four categories. Give it one of those for you're a different gatekeeper, champ. Yeah, like for writer, you know, the writing itself and the story itself or whatever. Uh And then like, then like a little, you know, a paragraph or two, like an analyzing the script, what you did and didn't like it about it or whatever. Um, Hold that thought for one second. Yeah, this guy's gonna be gone in two (laughs) seconds. He's just fucking. We are in we're in L.A. and you got the uh, is that a leaf blower? Yeah, leaf blower motorcycle thing he's got going on there I'm going to edit this one a lot <laughs> uh, I, I think we, we fixed the, uh, the, the guy that was uh, the guy that was blow drying let's just say hair. Lee helped us bury a body <laughs> but you know so you're but here's the thing that uh, that I think that other people don't would not understand about what you're talking about um it's interesting that they would find an intern from University of Michigan to read scripts and in some well, respects be a gatekeeper and I don't mean yeah. that in a bad way because well, people need to also understand Lots of scripts. Oh no! no. So I mean, thank God somebody's reading them, yeah, well, right? Because otherwise well, they would never have well, the, the time. Thing, the thing to, that's important too is because I do the same thing. Where it's this is not every script. These are not like if Steven Spielberg sending this producer a script, he's not sending it to me. No, to no, read. I'm talking. So it's about, like yeah. this is more like this is like first line of defense. The executives and the producer are like, well, this is probably bad. I don't even want to bother. Let's just have Lee read it, and if Lee doesn't. If Lee likes it, well, then maybe we'll think about it. But it's more like that. That's that's yeah. that's more the function of interest. If, if you don't, you're prove- already again. If like if an executive is already thinking that somebody's gonna be great, maybe they send it to me for fun or like additional thoughts. But they're not reading coverage, right? It's more just like like you know, pro- like for example, like even when I was at these companies, you know, a project draft, like a project they're actually producing, would come in and they'd have me read it too, and then I would join. You know, we'd have like which was good because like you were joining. I joined the, the lunch, and it'd be me and the. You know, there'd be another intern and the assistants and the executives and the producer. And then we would all talk, you know, they'd all talk about the script and what they liked about it, and what they didn't like about it. And I've read it, too. So I can. What do you think? Chime oh, I think in. That, so, so, you know, trying to be involved in that process, too. So it was also part of that. It was kind of being additional eyes. Did you ever read something that never made it and you were like, that's too bad because it was actually good? Or is it is it? Is well, no, there, I mean, there's tons of things. I mean, they're not they're, they're not going to get made even even projects there where it's like they're great and the movies just take a long time sometimes but right? was there something that came through you that eventually ended up doing something mm. just out of curiosity mm. i'm guessing no based on your based nothing, on your, hmm. nothing specific that would be pertinent to any of your listeners probably no no no. but i'm saying yeah. there's something that actually can, you know again you're talking about your first well, defense, your i read be like oh my god this is amazing no not that but it, actually no. got made I'm just saying, oh, like, no, something course. that came oh, no, through I mean, that just started the at the bottom. They were doing, you know, I read like at that time, like I read this thing called the low dwell. Like also, like you know, they had tons of scripts, so I would just be reading through, like all the blacklist scripts, which was like this. Yeah. At the end of the year, 
you know, all the executives in Hollywood vote on their favorite scripts of the year or whatever. So I, you know, they had all those scripts. Again, so I'm not just reading the scripts for those companies. I'm also reading all these other scripts because, right. like, I have now have this, I have access now, right? Yeah. yeah. You in Michigan, can... you don't have access. I can't just, like, sure, you can find some scripts, but it's hard. Oh, literally, you, here's a database of 10,000 scripts. Right. Oh, shit. Well, yeah. I guess I'll read some of these. Like, I read, like, Chinatown for fun because it was just on the computer. Like, I'm just trying to read. This is my job is to read scripts now. So I guess I got to read scripts. The same mentality. Okay. Instead of watching movies now, I'm reading scripts. It's different. I've shifted now. So I'm just reading scripts. So like there were several scripts like on that. Like, you know, I read the, what was on that? I think it was like three or four scripts on that year. Butter, which they got made. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, the Beaver, that Mel Gibson movie, which I read before. There's a thing called The Low Dweller, which turned into Out of the Furnace. So, like, I read all those Ooh. scripts before they were movies. So, again, so then it's interesting. Then I go and see the movies and see how, you know, where, 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 where you saw it at its point yeah. and where it ended up, yeah, right? But, yeah, but still, that was like years later. Like, I mean, those movies, some of those movies, like, just came out. Yeah. And I read the script seven and a half years ago. And how ago. different are they? And some of them well, are some just, of them are very different, some and some of them are not different at all. And right? it's yeah. interesting. So, so what's what I what I. What I like about how you, you're going about this is, and maybe you didn't know it at the time, or maybe you did know it at the time, you're, you're actually seeing the genesis of projects. Mm-hmm. And yes. you're also very early on realizing patience is the key because yeah. it takes forever, it takes forever for even a great film to it get takes made. Forever. It takes forever. I mean, and, or it takes forever or it can happen really fast. It's it, kind of like right. it, it doesn't. But don't panic either but way. Not panic fa- either but way, fast but. is still like a year. Right. right. It's still like that would be like super fast. Right. Like it's still like it not nothing happens that quickly, right? But it's that's uncommon. Even a year would be like that's pretty crazy. So how right? long did you do unpaid work so that before was, you started oh, getting man, paid? Well, I, we work. mentioned this garbage thing earlier. That was after all this which you So at least for so like a year. But I did like for a year since it was like floating around, I was tempting things. It's funny, I actually after those internships, I got another internship working for a woman out of her house, literally who literally is like lives was right here behind you right now. Wow. Like, that was driving me like, oh my God, you're on the same street. This, I was like thinking about this when I was driving up. I worked for this, I just worked out of her house. Okay. So I did that. I had a couple, again, like other kind of temp jobs, essentially. But, but real right? quick, just to just to take it back for two seconds, when you were working on Garbage, you were thinking like, yes, this is like Lord of the Rings. Is that correct? You were, <laughs> in terms of budget, in terms of CG, in terms of like what inspired you originally, Garbage was probably the closest you were going to get to... That kind of filmmaking, my, my, my. I don't know about that, but it, but again, but it was my first real production experience. Okay, like, so that's what I was going to ask. Because like, like, okay, yeah, sure. Why did I do that for free? Because I hadn't done any set stuff at all. Like I didn't understand what's a walkie. I don't yeah. know. How yeah. does that work? How do you well, take someone to two? I mean, I you don't know. know. Like, yeah, like so. Like that was that's why I was again. That's why I think it was a good experience because it was like because I'm not getting paid and it was a fun set and everyone was really like I thought you know like they were, they were very open yeah. Yeah. to helping me right they weren't going to make you feel stupid too. for asking a yeah, question because, like, they we're weren't not gonna... paying you yeah so the best so we can hope like, for is you good, don't fuck it, it up a, and yeah, you it was ask. a good learning experience right the some people time. don't like it though which is funny I mean at least you understand what go for Lee means I mean it's just like you know a lot of people don't <laughs> Like I've I've worked on you know hundreds of productions and it's always funny the people that just they despise the concept of being on a dirty set and doing that that kind of like that grunt work and it's too bad because they I feel like I mean it's fine some people just want to do the yeah. office thing they want to work 
and uh, on, well, yeah, the, on the, the 85th floor. The thing is, I never, I, I, I think it's, I never came into Hollywood to make money. So I'm like, oh, I have to work for free. I'm like, okay, no, but you need that. I was like, whatever. And I mean, I was like, that's the, like, that's fine. I, I would yeah. do it for free. But do so. you agree, Lee, that you need, you need that, you need that set stank on you if you really want to embrace oh, yeah. yourself of what this, what this game is all about? I actually miss it. I miss the the hum of the Jennies and stuff like that, like things that. Two o'clock in the morning and it's silent oh, out no, there no, and there's no. something going on. The thing I do, I know unfortunately too much of that stuff. But my, but but going back to, so eventually, so for a couple, so years, yeah, for like a year you eventually get your tassel and doing these things. I get this this assistant job for this 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 agent that I mentioned through the garbage after party or whatever. And then from there, I go get a job working for a much bigger talent manager. Right, so this is like real job, like this is real paycheck. Wait, what? Post garbage. Yes, yeah, so, okay, so I get this real job working for, you know, for this person who represents, like, actual celebrities working in a real thing. It's like, okay, this is actually how it works. Now I'm like, actually, I am now in behind the curtain. Uh-huh. I'm totally in behind the curtain. Like, gar- like you know, I'm getting peaks behind it right before, but now I'm, I'm in it. And this like, is deal-making side now. Oh, yeah, this is, like, big, high-end, high-stakes, da-da-da-da, you know, actor, you know, all that kind of stuff. So I'm doing that. And then from there, I'm like, that's actually because, like, you know, because she was a manager, I never really even thought about, well, because even when, you know, when I was, you know, when I was a teenager, I'm like, okay, I want to be a producer, but like, but I also had this idea, like, well, sure, I started liking Lord of the Rings and stuff, but, like, I also, like, I love Paul Thomas Anderson and the Coen brothers. I'm like, man, I really would just, like, like to just hang out with them, too. Like, I'd be their producer, but, like, again, like, just, set, just, like or whatever, hey. or just, like, be their dude. Like, yeah. can I just, like, hang out with you guys? Like, I really was, like, I was just so, enam- I'm so enamored with film and film people like I just want to like be around it all the time mm-hmm. so I was like I had this idea like well I don't, again because I have no concept I don't know what an agent is like I don't have any concept of what that is I don't have any concept there's a lot of, of agents manager. that don't have concepts of what that is either <laughs> I don't have a concept of what a producer is so like I just know I but so I don't know what I, where I fit in so but so I end up working for for this woman and I'm like oh man like she's kind of like the boss so what did you get out of that experience like what no, was, so that, like, what was because the one she's working thing with actors that... she's working with actors but like man she is the one who's actually like in charge of these actors, right? Like there's agents, but like they're looking to her to help them, right? Because she's the has the closer relationship. She's like reading everything. She's like actually like the on the ground person. I'm like, oh, that's interesting. If well, I bet it's the same for writers, and like there was other managers who were just doing write, re, liter, you know, literary stuff, and I'm mm-hmm. like, literary meaning writers and directors and right. books and da da da. The you know the 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 creative rather than the the actors or whatever um and i was like man that's like such a powerful position to be in to have such a close relationship with creative people and to be there like again like their dude so i'm like okay that's interesting so it was like my first like i started like okay maybe i could do something like that right maybe again so i did that and then i ended up getting this job at caliber media to be the assistant there for the two partners and when i started i was like the oldest person there was 29 years the youngest the oldest person we have was 29 years old, has their own company. They have strips of the blacklist. They're making movies. I'm like, man, when I'm 29, I want to have my own company. <laughs> and like, things like, yo, that sounds like a good, I want to do that. That sounds great. Let's do that. So I was like, man, I feel like I, these people are going to be, it's, you know, but at the same time, they're not, they weren't as big as my former person who was like been, you know, been around for a lot longer. I'm like, okay, I can, I can help these people and, you know, help, build this build this with them right they're growing and i can grow with them mm-hmm. and again same as like garbage like i uh, will grow with you with each other right we'll grow we'll grow up together so i ended up spending like three years there that's where i got you know then sh- i started signing people after like six months because like again i'm also like a byproduct of just the situation i'm in i'm working for this management company who's representing writers and directors 
I'll just start representing writing directors then. How does one go about representing writers and directors though? Because that's you know unlike <laughs> actually, and the why, I'd love to hear about this because <laughs> no, no, no. Here's why I yeah. say this: because at least with like actors, maybe they do a showcase. Maybe you mm. see them on uh, a recurring role on yeah. a television show, and you're like, this person could be the next. Yeah. It's a little bit trickier. With writers specifically, I actually think it's it's easier. Okay, well, explain that to me. I guess that's that's the thing because it is now you're representing people behind Mm -hmm. the camera. Mm -hmm. So how does one go about making the risks or developing the people that they think are the right ones to develop? I mean, so like you know, use the first couple people that I signed again. I'm like an assistant. Like I can't even technically sign people, but like I'm I'm introducing them to the other managers at the company, being like, oh god, this is the one you worked at Caliber that I'm at. I'm like, oh man, I love this. You know, I'm, I'm having drinks with assistants that are at CAA or other agencies, and they're telling me, oh, Lee, my, you know, because they can't sign it. We're like, we're in this weird in-between where it's like, we're both assistants, and we can't really do anything, but maybe, and we're trying, you know, again, because everyone, if you're smart in Hollywood, the only thing you should be thinking about is trying to get promoted, if you're an assistant. And if you're not thinking of that, then you are going to be an assistant for your, forever. That's like a PA right. who's forever. not thinking about moving up. It's like you're just going to be a PA for a long time. Again, and it just makes sense. As, as someone who is now not an assistant anymore, yeah, if I had an assistant they're doing a great job, why would I ever promote them if they're so great at being my assistant? Right. <laughs> so yeah. you have to be... You have to be laser focused. So again, like so, a lot of assistants, like you know, they'll help each other. They're trying to help each other grow up, right? So like you know, I'd have drinks with people, and they would like. My friend just directed this short. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to get my foothold. I'm trying to get a foothold on stuff. Uh-huh. So you know, it's like stuff like that. And then I would bring those people in. Oh, I think this person's great. So I'm like, okay, great. Then I would be in the meeting. So I'm still the assistant, but you know, I kind of represent this person, right? Too. They know you're gonna do the, you're gonna do the legwork, basically. Of, yeah. Well, I mean, like, yeah. I'm not, and I'm not overpromising. Yeah, sure. This person is getting, you know is your manager with me and they're actually a manager, but like, I'm your dude still. Right. But I'm like, I'm not over promising. Like I'm you still the assistant. Like I'm not going to pretend I'm anything that I'm not. Right. Again, but even if you're a writer or director, like that's still something. It's still something to be represented by anyone versus no one. <laughs> the right. alternative is none. So I'm offering you at least something. I'm having some kind of glimmer of access in this whole thing. Um, so I signed a couple like, and also, but like there's, you know, like we mentioned like actress showcases, there's the same thing. It's like one was a UCLA, Funny, actually, one of them, I signed through a UCLA script contest, and he was just on the blacklist on Monday from a different script. I That's signed awesome. him four and a half years ago. Four and a half years while ago. I was an assistant. So, you know, and that, you know, it took, you know, and we've, so I've known him forever. Like, we, we grew up together through this whole process, right? And he's, like, followed me, you know, everywhere he's gone. And now we're finally, you know... That's how long it takes, too. Right? Yeah. Like, that's, yeah. Not, that's not uncommon. Like, okay, it's four and a half years. You're finally on the blacklist. All right. I mean, that's that's how it goes sometimes. Yeah. It's not always fast, right? You know, not always. It's almost never fast. And again, also, he just graduated, you know, w- with an MMA like MFA like three years ago. Like I signed him when he had like a year left in school. So it's like, you know, it hasn't even been that long. Three years is nothing. Right? And that's it's interesting because that's for a writer. One would always get in their head. Oh, they need to live some life. They need to have some experience. And well, yeah, you're think, signing. But I think it is true. I think but it's true. Yeah. You're signing people in still in college, though, too. So people would yeah, think that it, de- it still yeah, takes, it de- it de- you know, it depends. They could be 35 how, and have seven like you can be an divorces. Old soul, right. It's right. Like it kind of, and also it kind of depends what kind of stuff you're doing. Right. Do you have a taste, a specific style of um, um, stuff that 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 you're more attracted oh, to that you that you oh, go after? I mean, and what it, what's your thing? lowbrow comedy, right? <laughs> Fart humor. <laughs> I mean, I think, you know, I think looking back, you know, from where I came from, like, cool, I'm going to watch a ton of movies. I want to make great movies and that's it. So for better or worse, I approach this being like, well, again, because I'm not approaching it like, oh, I need to make tons of money. I'm like, 
sure, I need to make money, but mm-hmm. my perspective on Hollywood is you make money by making great stuff. Yeah. For what, what do you think the money will the money is then easy. But here, if you're making something fantastic, money is not a problem. But Lee, so But if you're, you're just focused on money, you're never like it's way that's a way also like more just a depressing and oppressive kind of way to approach it. To me, if I'm I'm going to make something totally beautiful and unique and fantastic, and then we'll figure out the money. We'll figure out the money. Money will the money will sort itself out. Kind but of is that like, big budget sci-fi? Is that oh, again, so um, is that being, a so, talking piece? Like well, yeah, what so, is it so for it ends you? Up being again, so like my taste ends up being. I want the weirdest, craziest, most unique, most bold, most loud, most most specific kind of material, right? Because you can also think, you know, when I first got out here, we would still print out print scripts. That's mostly besides coverage. I'd also print scripts, Brad them, write the name on Brad. the side. The Brad is no, that metal like, piece of garbage. But people don't garbage. even really do that anymore. So right. it's a different world, right? Yeah, like, even yeah. the amount of scripts there were, like, there was fewer scripts because it was actually harder to, you had to print them and give yeah. them to somebody. Yeah, like, yeah, you yeah. couldn't, like, it was a different world. Even if you're a writer writing a script, well, you still have, oh, I'm spending, like, $300 a month printing them and giving them to people. Like, it's a much, there's a much more intense process of even getting someone to read it so there was way fewer scripts now there's so many more scripts yeah there's so there's more scripts than there's ever been yeah there's more scripts than there's ever been and they're both making more and fewer movies right they're making fewer movies in the studio system but also more movies and other kind of things so it's a different it's a completely different kind of game so but again like the game in terms of making money right in the studio system is mostly they hire the same people they've been hiring for 25, 30 years, right? right? These people who are like from this different era. Well, it's a template. It's template-based kind of. Yeah, where it's like these people who are like, because again, the people don't really want to take risks. So from my experience, again, so that's why I decided I'm only going to care about the things that are fantastic. Give me an example of a film that you could have seen your, that came out that fits what you just described that you could have been happy to produce. Uh, I read It Follows when it was a script. And I'm like, this is fantastic. Again, the script, I don't know if the script was perfect, but I was like, this is a movie. This is something that you gravitate that you'd want to make. This is a movie. This movie stands out. This is great. This is cool. I like this. I think we should make this. Mm -hmm. I think we should. I like this. This is a thing. This this is going to be scary. This is going to be cool. We're not making it. Then it ends up getting canon. Then it's this whole thing. Right? Mm -hmm. Wow. But it's like, you know, but like that. I want that. Like, so, again, but I wasn't in a position to... You know, I wasn't in the position doing it. It didn't necessarily make sense for our specific, you know, whatever. But it was like, but I was like, whole like that makes sense. Like I could, I could point to that being like that is cool, mm-hmm. right? Um, but um, what's some other examples of stuff like that? Uh, well, it's a, well, but, but, anyway, but anyway, so like, yeah, that's an example. Of like, okay, so but again, like that's how that's how my brain's going. I'm like, mm-hmm. what's like the loudest stuff? But you know, I'm also just trying to find people that are just great writers. So you know. I get promoted. They're like, okay, go be a manager. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? So I'm like, okay, so I just start signing people, right? At that company? Yeah, or, at that company. Uh, like, go okay. be a manager. And then you like push me, push me into the deep end. I'm like, okay, cool. I got to just start signing people. So when I started signing people, you know, one of the people that I signed was a guy named Isaac Adamson. He wrote it. I found him on the Blacklist website, which is a website that any writer can just, you pay $20, you put your script on there. They read the, you know, they have some readers, you know, like what we mentioned, like the, from the, the in, you know, from my internship, like the, uh, they do uh, the co- another Lee is there somewhere reading. Yeah, maybe and maybe they're not necessarily. Maybe they're a little bit more. You know, they're 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 actually getting paid to do like they're actually like a job. So maybe they're sure. they're you know they're they're a little bit more experienced at this and whatever. But they read it. Someone reads it. They write a little paragraph of what they think about it. They give it a score. Right. If you get a high score, 
I, you know, me as a manager or as a producer or as an agent get an email, you know, here's the nine best reviewed scripts from the past week. Okay, cool. And one of those scripts was one of Isaac's scripts. And I'm like, oh, this guy. Look, this is an R-rated comedy. I guess people like R-rated comedies. I don't Fuck know. Fuck right? yeah, they do. <laughs> they are not made enough. I'm telling you, I was you, like, man, I guess people like those. R-rated probably, comedies are awesome. I could send awesome. this to some people. I could send this to some people. But more, more importantly, like, oh, I just think he's such a great writer. He's so good. Like, I was like, I really love, I thought it was like really irreverent and funny and smart. And I was like, oh, this guy's just great. So I sent it to some people. Nothing happened with it because whatever, nothing happens with anything most of the time. Um, but I was like, oh, so then we developed another thing. We developed another thing. We developed another thing. What hat do I have on? Okay, yeah. <laughs> so, no, so then, so then, you know, cut, you know, a year and a half, this is like a year later, he's like, Lee, what if, and again, like, I'm, at this point, we got the audio stuff, like, I had left Caliber to start my own company, mm-hmm. um, to do my own thing, and he's like, Lee, what if I write a biopic of Michael Jackson told from the perspective of Bubbles, his chimpanzee, and I'm like... Are you fucking kidding me? Were you guys stoned Are at the time? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> That's the most genius idea I've ever heard in my entire fucking life. That is the, my, I, I need that yesterday. I need that yesterday. I need that yesterday. He, I'm like, he's like, cool, I'll write it. He writes it a month and a half later. Like, and I'm like, freaking out. I'm like, this is, this is, this is why I represent writers. I represent writers so they can pitch me something like this. And I'm like, do I know what I'm going to do with it? I have absolutely no idea, but I know that I need it. I know that I need this script. I know that I need it so badly. A month and a half later, he sends me the script. He sends it to me on a Saturday. I'm sitting there with my friend. I'm like, I have to like stop talking to you because I have to read this script right now. I sit there. I like shut everything. I read it. And I'm just like crying the entire script because I'm like, this is absolutely fucking genius. This is this a comedy? Best... I mean... <laughs> Sure, it's funny because it's Michael Jackson and he's fucking crazy, but everything in it's true. Oh, okay. But it also has like, it deals with all the child molestation stuff. It's just, it's everything. So I'm like, this is amazing. This is the best thing I've ever represented. I call him, I give him a couple notes and I don't know where I was going with this, right? But anyway, like, so I have the script. I'm like, this is, sort of like, I signed this guy just because he's a great writer. You know, a year and a half later, he pitches me this idea. I'm like, that's the best idea ever. I send the script to literally every single person I've ever spoken to, ever. <laughs> ever. Like, just ever. Uh-huh. I send it to everyone. So you're stoked. You're sending yeah. it out. He gets... It was, like, the biggest shit show ever. Every agency called me. Okay. Every agency wants to sign him. He met with Alexander Payne and Lee Daniels and this and whatever. We sold the script for a bunch of money. He's gotten four studio jobs in the past year. So it's and interesting. So it's like, and again, like, and that's, like, <clears throat> I started with... I love this writer who wrote this weird R-rated comedy. uh uh-huh that I thought was really cool. He pitches into the idea, and then I'm like, I'm going to take over the fucking world with this script. Now, <laughs> just to be clear, this script... And I have a hat with yes, it on it. Yes, we see the hat. Hashtag <laughs> bubbles. No movie. But, yeah. but, the, but the script, now he's written the script. Now let's yes. say it never gets made, but the idea now is that, like you said, you've shown that script. People who are like, we don't want to make this, but we love this writer. Yes. And now he's got he's four, four, so, four so to movies go back he's to doing. The, thing, you know, the, the commerce versus art. It's like, so he writes this like beautiful, dark funny, irreverent, emotional Michael Jackson, but, you know, with voice, with, like, Shakespearean voiceover from his chimpanzee, but, like, you know, analyzing all of Michael Jackson's life, right? Uh So it's, like, beautiful. But, yeah, then he goes and writes, you know, a inspirational football movie for Walden. He goes and writes a, you know, contained horror movie for Alcon. Like, again, so then he's writing things. He could have written those same things as Specs, but part of the allure, you know, yeah, Bubbles is, oh, this guy's such a great writer, why don't we put him 
onto our things, which we actually, you know, are open writing assignments, so these mm -hmm. projects that we want to make, and we just want a great writer to help us because we want to make these movies because it's more, those are a little bit more commerce driven, right? Everything's commerce driven. Right? Yeah. But, you know, so like, but people just want great writers and they want, they need examples of those writers showing how powerful they can be. And then clearly Isaac just owned that so hard. Yeah, and it's interesting that, and I'm glad you touched on this because I think a lot of people forget that part of the fact that, yes, you represent writers sometimes, and of course you want the movie that they wrote that you are showcasing for them to ultimately be made, but that is not necessarily always the end game, only because only so many movies get made in town. Yeah. Sometimes that's their business card. That's mm -hmm. their way in mm -hmm. for other projects. Mm -hmm. So you can't define a film that they wrote as a failure sometimes. That, that script is actually a success, even even if it never gets made sometimes like, because so it opens up example, a whole other career like for that. Passengers comes out, what, next weekend or this weekend? Passengers was a script that John Spates wrote like, oh my God, 12 years ago, 11 years ago. And then he wrote Prometheus and Doctor Strange and since then. They then. Come and then Passengers. Back around, <laughs> yeah. Right? Again, but he got those jobs from Passengers, right. which is 11 years, right? And, but Passengers Plus and maybe some other things that I'm not aware of but like but again but it started with Passengers do you have that conversation a lot with your clients you kind of have to right well, yeah, because you have to keep the them in line it's, and understand not, yeah if you're if, if you're not in Hollywood you don't have any perspective like oh who's this writer like I've never heard of them how do they get this big job it's like well because you don't know you don't yeah, know they wrote a the, script that you've never read that has yeah, now been passed around to everybody but like, because yeah. they're you know like and that's part of you know that's my job is to try to educate people and again but that's also why it's more fun to me like I love that I have this weird Michael Jackson chimpanzee thing. Yeah. So well, how but, many? That's, that's but again, yes, that's, 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 that's great. My, that's my brand. That's my brand. Love it. I, I love that. That. Yeah, that was a perfect story to kind of sum up what that's you're what all about. Yeah. So how? So how long you've been on your own? How many clients do you currently have? And and you know what I mean? Uh, I've had my own company for uh, a little more than two years. Now. Okay. Because um, again, I think you know, looking at, it, I really just want to have. You know, I want to have my own kind of. I, I work best when. I just kind of do what I want to do, kind mm -hmm. of. You know, and again, I, I clearly It sounds like you've always worked best I, that way. Yeah. I kind of, I, you know, I, I have to collaborate with people all the time, but I like setting my own pace because also, I mean, for better or worse, I don't think that very many people work as fast as I do. Define what that means. I mean, I'll read. I'm just, I'm so driven to just make this work. For me and I don't mm -hmm. and I don't care I'm not complacent like for better or worse like I don't do a lot of television I'm doing television I have tons of television stuff but I actually think that features again because it just speaks to me people are like oh my god television so much more money I'm like I don't care about the money I only care about products that I like mm -hmm. I tend to like features more than television I love my I have amazing television projects that have amazing stuff happening with them but in general with someone like oh Lee you should sign this writer because it'd be easy to get them staffed on a show I'm like I don't really care about trying to get people staffed on shows. Sure, I'm doing it and I have people staffed, but that's not my... I'm not money-driven. If I was just purely money-driven, of course, I would just do television. Mm -hmm. How boring would that be? Because I want to make beautiful, fucking crazy movies and win a Best Picture Oscar. But do you feel like because but do you feel like because you're taking that path, how do you feel about your your muscles in relationship to making the deals and stuff like that? Is oh, that or is I that, hate that's, doing deals? You I hate, hate doing deals. But, I hate doing deals. I don't like I don't like any of the, I don't like any of the money stuff. Actually, I but, don't like any of the money stuff. I don't want lawyers to do all the deals. I want agents to do all the deals. Like I do deals, but like you know, because I don't think that that's my that's not what I'm offering as a manager. To me, I'm offering. I am going to be. If you get me excited about your thing, mm -hmm. I'm going to be a monster. Yeah. I'm going to be a monster. Okay. I'm going to get everyone to read it. 
I'm going to be so in there for you. I'm going to make you a hat with a hashtag on it because I'm going to just be all in. I'm going to make sure every single person knows about your thing. How many bubbles hats do you have? Uh, <laughs> three or four. Okay. <laughs> Yeah. I guess I have to give them to them and give them to people. Promote, You're, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's good. That's a great hat, by yeah. the way. That's actually a really good um, hat. So, uh, so when you so you start as the manager, you start yeah. getting guys work. But where does the where does the Lee as a producer stuff? So people try to understand that. Where do you does attach Lee, well, yourself to script? How, how does Lee become the producer? Well, I mean, because I think I mean, really think I think he um, because I mean Hollywood is it's shrinking in such a way that and we were like I have to do so much producing anyway. Even if I'm not actually a producer on stuff, I actually I end up having to do a lot of producing kind of stuff, uh-huh. right? Just by the nature, it's not there's not enough money and not enough stuff flowing around that you can actually segment Hollywood into these categories anymore. Everyone just kind of has to do everything, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So I'm also not the kind of person where I'm going to oh I need to you know some managers they produce everything. I'm like nah, it's not really that's not my thing either. I actually, my, from my perspective, I only want to produce things that I'm actually feeling like I'm actually adding something as a producer. Yeah, and, and again, like, and I want, you know, I feel like I earned it. Like, you know, I'm a producer. I'm an executive producer on Bubbles, right? So we ended up selling it to Dan Harmon's company, and we're going to do it as a follow up to Anomalisa as a stop motion animation movie. Okay. So it's like, but again, but it's like that was everything that happened with that project started with me, right? Started with me and Isaac and me then sending, you know, and being there at every single step. So I feel, I feel such ownership of this thing Uh as a thing, right? So I'm like, okay, I want to, I want to credit on that because I'm going to be sad for how much work I did and how much this has kind of defined me as Uh a thing. Then I wonder when when I roll the credits rolled, I'm crying because how beautiful the movies, I want to see my name pop up. That's not, I don't think that's anything crazy. No. Ask for. That's the whole point. <laughs> yeah. That's the yeah. whole point oh, of this whole game. There. Oh, yep. There I am. It starts there in the I credits am. and it ends on stage at the Academy Awards. <laughs> no, but like, when you're thanking the Hollywood Anonymous podcast. Getting played out. <laughs> we yeah. want to be thanked that's first. Right when he says that, that's when they cut the mic. Yeah. Like, like, well, I want to thank the Hollywood. Oh, they're playing him out. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah. yeah, I think he just wanted to thank Hollywood in general, I think. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'm just trying to. Yeah, I just feel like I, I'm just in the business of helping people where I want to be helpful, where I can be helpful. And, you know, also understand this takes a long time. Mm-hmm. And you got to do gonna a lot of... Am I going to get a full of... producing credit on a $100 million movie in the next year? I mean, One that never would knows. be great, but, like, I don't... And, again, nor, nor that I'm netly going to ask for that either. I wouldn't ask for that because, again, I haven't earned it. But like, if I haven't earned it, but, then what's the point, right? But I feel, this is kind of how I feel about everything. Some very good advice was given to me by uh, a comedian, Josh Wolf, who I believe is famous enough to mention and people would know who he was. But a long time ago, I said, uh, we were out at a party together. I, I know a bunch of his family. And we were at a bar, I think, and I saw that he was doing the road and he was always out there. And I was, I kind of had been doing comedy for a couple of years. And I was like, hey, man, I'm a comic too. I was wondering, like, how I get a manager, how I get out there, how I get like an agent. What do I. You know, and he, and he, when this wasn't condescending at all, but he said to me, he goes, uh, you know, I, I, this is going to sound stupid because you, you don't want to hear it, but this is what someone told me and it turned out to be uh, completely 100% true. It's like, when you're ready, they'll find you. 100%. Meaning, like, you find these writers when they're ready to be found mm-hmm. and uh, you as a producer will get that when it's like, we need this guy for yeah. this $100 million yeah. thing and like, this will yeah. win Best Picture. Like, that you have set your path and you really haven't wavered too far from it. No. I mean, it's it's taken some turns yeah. you probably didn't well, see coming. Honestly, because I think I, mean, I think the most important thing is like I mean, first and foremost, I'm still a manager, so again, like that's the thing I still have to represent my clients, and again, like and I have to be looking out for them. And again, because I'm a monster, that's why I'm going to protect them. He means that in a positive way. Where's yeah. that hat? He's <laughs> like biting people in the face, throwing battery acid on yeah, clients. No, He's like, not a I'm, monster. You know, monster. I'm like I'm so 
just completely, you know, because like this is I, your I, life. This is what like, you want to do. Claw, claw. Because I fought every single. I lived in a fucking hostel the first weekend. I didn't know anyone, so like I've had to fight for every little thing. So I'm going to fight really, really hard to keep every single little thing mm-hmm. too. Right and again, because like that's how you know I'm. I'm going to be really very protective. But again, also like I'm not. I'm protective, but not precious either. I think a lot of people are precious stuff. I'm not precious with anything. I don't give a shit. I have a hat with my knee with a fucking product. I don't care. <laughs> I don't give a shit. I don't care. You can't. No one would ever like. Oh, Lee. Oh, he lacks passion. I'd be like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> like no one would ever say that. Right. <laughs> oh, he seems like he's a little checked out. Oh, no. passionless <laughs> Lee. Yeah, I don't think we really want oh, that guy on yeah, board. No, like, uh, you should yeah. get a hashtag passionless. <laughs> at. That would be hilarious. Because no, like, yeah, like that's like, again, that's I feel like that's where I work from. I work from this like again because I just like I'm again because I work from a fan. I'm just a fan of movies. Bubbles. It's exciting to me because I'm like, man, I cannot wait to watch this movie and that's it yeah that everything works backwards from that i backwards generate everything from that okay right if i would love to see this movie okay so great. let's I get it made. writer yeah like that's that's pretty much it like i can't i can't do it be, i can't work from any other way than that this is a movie that i want to see in a theater great well i can help yeah yeah I'll i can help, help. i can I'll help try to see help. this thing I'll in try the to theater help. i'll try to help because if no i'll try my best you know, it's, we obviously we're running out of time, but one of the things that's interesting is you hit on earlier. Um, the whole concept of what you do is really based on socializing, and you kind of you just you just briefly touched about about you guys go out for drinks and you meet up with people, yeah. and there are certain places where a lot of people hang out, and you got to know that, and you have to be oh, yeah. you have to be okay with socializing oh, and yeah. getting to know oh, people. You cannot. You can't be reserved. Would you agree with that? Like you oh have to. I go to I go to a party like every day. Yeah, and you may not know anybody there I, at that time, I, and you got to just I've deal missed, with it. I've missed like twelve phone calls. All right, his phone has. I watch this no, stuff like, going off. I'll call them all back again. Yeah, yeah. I have to be constantly talking to people. I'm I'm constantly. That's your game, and you got to be okay with that all the time. All but the but time. this is also like it sounds like some people would be like, this is my job, and then for fun I do this. But this is also your fun. I can't wait to call most of these. Right, like you like wait. You basically Ooh, wake up, you pop me? out I'm of bed. To see what's happening. Yeah, you're ex- you're stoked. Ooh, for every is there day. some deals going on, or is there this? Is there updates? And Ooh, I'm excited to hear what's going on. Right? And you would say every day is is different. I mean, there is things you oh, do that every are the day same, completely different. But, yeah, but there isn't a lot of like uh, tedious boredom. You're not like oh, I got to do this again. It's like it's not a stack of paperwork. Mm-mm. It's a stack of scripts that you what fucking would just beat yeah, off the, all over if you could, right? The parts that I don't like are the deals and stuff. That's why I have other people do the boring right. stuff. Yeah, I, again, like I've tried a creative world where I just got to do. I want to do the parts that I think are fun. Again, that's part of the reason why I like being a manager because I could never. I don't think I could ever be an agent because I just don't. You don't. Well, maybe work, I could, but your but, brain doesn't seem to want to. You don't care, like because like even when like I was like this company, like oh Lee, we miss you. Haven't been here in two weeks. Like I know I'm hanging out with my pug dog in my bed reading scripts. What do you want from me? I'm we, doing my job. We want an I'm doing my to job. You I'm doing bed. my job. I'm I'm reading. <laughs> I'm calling people. I'm there. My clients are texting me. I'm working. Yeah, yeah kind of what you do doesn't require a desk and a. And no, a, it definitely and a doesn't require a desk. In fact, you probably get phone. more done if you're if you're a self starter. You got more done at home. Yeah. I do the most work if I just am constantly working. Plus, you can I, probably dance a little oh, more. I have people tell me, like, Lee, did you just email me at 4.30 in the morning? Yeah, I emailed a ton of people at 4.30 in the morning because that's when I got around to it. That's right. Oh. That's a good time to actually email, by the way. And people are like, I like oh, Lee, secrets, I don't like but... emailing people in the middle of the night because, like, like, when do you email them then? I get it off my plate. I don't like, I'm, a, I'm moving yeah. too fast to not. Yeah. Just, I do it when I. When Those I emails will get lost in the wake if you don't do them now. Yeah, I'm just, yeah. I. Because I, I like a high volume of stuff. I like a high volume of stuff. I like doing tons of stuff. I like having my hands in every, a lot of different things. I like, you know, yeah. Yeah. 
Great story arc, Lee. Yeah. We had a great story arc. Yeah, actually. I and mean, we didn't even touch on the stuff that you did, all the fun stuff you did with us, but that's not even relevant based on this great story arc. No, this so. is, I mean, you along the way, you've had a good sense of humor about one, yeah. who you are. Like, yes. I used to, I used to, the first, when I first met you, I would just like, like I knew he was an intern on the movie and I was, I was making a 120 a day or whatever bullshit thing they yeah. were paying me and I was just like, I thought it would be funny to yell at the smallest like <laughs> most timid person on set I was like Lee where's my fucking Diet Coke and I would scream at him and people would be like what is wrong with you and and then I would pull him aside be like you know that I'm just fucking around I'm doing this because you can handle it and you're the only one here who's probably gonna be like even in my head right then I was like this guy's gonna be like an executive producer or some shit he's, <laughs> and he's gonna pass over me because I yelled about a Diet Coke yeah. once like but he was like and he said yeah dude no I think it's funny and then he goes there's another redheaded comic that makes fun of me and I go who and he goes Andrew Santino and I was like oh well, perfect like that was small world right baby. there small yeah. world yeah Santino used to call you sex rain yeah which I thought sex was the genius because you have to you have to be able to take it I think that's the thing too you know what I cry every day too I do because it's stressful it's intense. It's intense. It's intense. Yeah. I wake up crying sometimes. Cool. Get it out of the way and then yeah. keep moving. But you also have a right? good, you like, have to, you have to have a sense of humor of who you are. If you, because it's, in it's general. so, because also because I have so much built up, right? Yeah. I've been wanting this for so long. So again, like, you have to be, I feel like that's, I mean, I think that's the main, I I love how, it's, but <laughs> my curse and my, it's like, yeah, I really, really love what I'm doing. So every little thing that goes wrong, I'm like, oh my god, this is like the end of everything. Right, <laughs> little high strung. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, I have to like, okay, I have to, okay, but I have to be able to like keep going. You have to like, okay, it doesn't matter. Yeah, just keep going. Right, it's like you have to constantly pick yeah. yourself up. Right? Yeah, and it's the same. Yeah, if you're a writer or an actor or a direct, like, it's that's how manage whatever. It's the keep same. Going, you have to just keep going. Yeah, that's a uh, that's keep probably, showing up. That's actually probably the best. If like, just keep if you really want it, keep going. Well, no, if you don't, Hollywood Hollywood rewards persistence. Yeah. It does. Yeah. It does. Sometimes people call that annoying, but but also it's persistence. Yeah, yeah. depending on who then you are. Then we're all annoying and how you do it. <laughs> eventually, yeah. Eventually, because when you're saying like you'll eventually get ready, I think. I also think to me when I know someone's ready is that they're desperate enough. Those to me are the best. You you have to be a little desperate. If you're well, not desperate, then yeah, that complacency isn't exciting to me. I think the people like oh there's a difference there's between so being desperate and and no, driven. People are, people are like you would would you say that would you say that Tom Ford is complacent? Absolutely fucking not, right? Is he confident for sure? But you can see that he is like I'm going to take over the world. Yeah. Like I'm like I see him like I want like that. Yeah. He's like so he's so put together, but everything seems so thought like he right. Oh, yeah. he's so confident. Like no, no, yeah, you have. He's desperate. You can you you have to have some. Fight, right? You have to want to be fighting for something, right? Yeah, I agree. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, man, thank you very much. Yeah. That was uh, we have not had a lit manager on <laughs> the show. Uh, that was, and you, just to be clear, Lee is not horking rails of cocaine off my coffee table. <laughs> I've never done cocaine. He's, he's drinking McCafe. You don't need. Oh, no, it. I don't need that. He's no. drinking McCafe, and he's just a <laughs> fast talker. So uh, that was that was a solid and fun episode, to be though. around. Yeah, and, and just and and actually in general. Good sport, a good sport, and really just a fun dude to hang out with. Like we've never had a bad time when we've gone Aww. out. We haven't gone out in a long time. When I first met, when I was first dating my wife, she came. We came back to my place late one night, and I get a text from Lee. He's like, "Hey, dude, I'm in Hollywood. Where are you at? Come out and party." <laughs> and I was like, "I go, oh shit, my friend Lee wants us to go dancing." And she was like, perked right up. She was like, "Let's 
fucking go <laughs> dancing. No. And I go, oh, you're going to love Lee. And then I and then I text back, where are you? And you text back, um, I just realized it's 2.30 in the morning. Never mind. I'm going home. And I was like, oh, Lee's going to bed. Never mind. But but eventually we'll have to we'll have to go out oh, and hang dancing. Out. Yeah. Oh, man, you're a good dancer. I'll give you that. Uh, <laughs> moves for days. Guys, uh, this has been our Christmas episode. Aww. So uh, have a Merry great Christmas Merry, Merry Christmas, Christmas, Happy Holidays, whatever you celebrate. Uh, be good to your family. Be nice to your friends, guys. Have a great holiday, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks right. for listening. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Hollywood Anonymous. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Hollywood Anani. That is short for Hollywood Anonymous. You can also follow John individually at John Huck and myself, Brian Irwin, at Brian Irwin on Twitter as well. Both of us can be found on Facebook. You can also Google us and contact us directly, HollywoodAnonymousGuys at gmail.com. Thank you again so much for listening, and please don't forget to subscribe 